Radio City Sports, Saint and Snods with odsdesignerclothing.com. Affordable luxury, unbeatable style for every season. Do you remember a month ago when I went into uh, my little charity shop in Prestatin, the little uh, yes, and got dog, dog welfare shop, yeah, yeah, and, uh, that I gave to you. Have you have you read it since I gave it to you? Oh, uh, Back to back to comedy. back to back back oh, yeah. to back. Yeah, I thought you know uh, some no, lovely pictures of you in there. I know. Anyway, on. do you remember the twelve players that you yeah. picked as your superstars right. for the future? And just, I, I mean, that, I know I, the listeners basically forget what we said five minutes ago, mm. so we'll have to repeat what we did. But basically, we we we, we found Saints the Saint and Greavesy football book from nineteen eighty seven. I think he picked a few of them. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but uh, you picked Tony Adams, David Rowcastle, John Sheridan, Paul Gascoigne, Franz Carr. Where did they go? Andy Walker, <laughs> Wayne Clark, Gary Walsh, Malcolm Allen, Derek Ferguson, Nigel Clough, oh. and our next guest, ladies and gentlemen, the man tipped by Ian St. John in 1987 to be a superstar of the future. Mr. Daniel Graham. Dan, how are you doing? I'm all right, thank you very much. Cheers. <laughs> Did you know that? Did you even know that Saints said in 1987 you were going to be a superstar? No, not at all. Not until the producer told me yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> See, Saint, there you go. Well, you were in a, a good crowd of players there, weren't you? You know, Gaza and all them, Tony uh, Adams. I'm really embarrassed now. <laughs> because yeah. you were one of Fergie's fledglings, weren't you? Obviously, you came through. Big Ron would have been your manager then, wouldn't he? Yeah, I signed in 86, and um, yeah. yeah, Big Ron was the manager then, and obviously um, Fergie um, took over in the November of 86, so um, we only had like a few months with, with Big Ron anyway. Mm. Oh. What was your time like, Daniel, at Man United? We disappointed yeah, it didn't work out, obviously, it's a massive club, Man United, worldwide uh, worldwide club, so it must have been disappointing to uh, to not make it there, but you must have had some good times early in your, in your career there. had some great times, you mm. know, there just over five years, you know, and obviously coming as a young boy, uh, quite an eye-opener really, coming from a small village on Anglesey, um, coming to a city and, uh, and trying to sort of get used to their lifestyle. Um, but yeah, you know, amazing times, and I probably went there and not expected a lot, um, and obviously, you know, did, did quite well, made the first team in the end, uh, played a few games, and um, and then obviously injuries and sort of lack of form sort of sort of hampered me really, or on my career there. You do know you're the only player called Daniel ever to play in the uh, first division in England. Is that right? We found that out this week, yeah. So you're oh, unique yeah. in that respect. <laughs> yeah. we're, blaming the, we're blaming the pressure that Saint put on you from that book for the reason that Man United <laughs> yeah. got rid. I'm doing it as well now. Uh, yeah. what, what was Alex like? Um, uh, what was he like with you personally? Well, we had, we, we, you know, we had, our, we had our days. <laughs> uh, like, like he did with everybody else. I don't want to sort of elaborate too much on, on things like that. But, um, you, you know, he, he had a job on his hand. He, he came to the club, and I think there was a lot, a lot of changes he had to make there. There was a lot of, um, I mean, obviously, there was, a, there was a big, there was a different culture of football then. Um, and I think he had to make changes to make the best for Man United. And, you know, and he did it. It took, it took about four years, five years, you know, before he started winning and, um, and everything was, and it was ready. But, uh, you know, yeah, a lot of changes. Very strict, very strict. Mm. But it worked, you know. So we can't complain about that. Well, that that must have been a good upbringing for you, for, for your per, uh, professional career as well. We know you went on to play for Barnsley, Preston, Carlisle. But to get a good grounding like that as a youngster, it, it helps you along. 
definitely. Um, you, you know, obviously the discipline, the discipline involved that we had there, but also we, it was the coaching around mm. the coaches that we had there. We had um, the youth team coach, obviously we worked quite a lot with us, a lad called Eric Harrison. Yeah, mm. um, fantastic coach, absolutely amazing, um, and obviously brought in the likes of Bexon through a few years later as well. You know, so yeah, I mean, it, it was a great, it's a great setup, even better now. I would have thought. Um, so yeah, it was a good grounding. Mm. What was what was Giggs like? Because he's had one unbelievable career, uh, kept at the top of his profession right until he was forty year old, thirty nine, forty year old. So, I, what was he like? I always remember him uh, the year before he came to join us full time. And I is that when his sorry Dan? Is that when his name was still Ryan Wilson? It was, yeah, yeah it yeah. was. And um, I remember presenting him with a trophy actually the year before. He used to play for a club in Swinton called Deans, and I presented him with his trophy. And I always remember him coming up, saying that he was coming next year, and obviously we all knew about him. I remember getting beat at the cliff uh, in a in a in an eighteen game, um, and I remember Eric coming and saying, "Listen, lads, says you're all fighting for contracts here. You know, uh, you're all looking over your shoulders. We've got one boy here that comes next year that's just going to sail past you all." And do you know what? That that was it. He did. He came in, <laughs> yeah. and it was unbelievable. Mm. He's unbelievable. Yeah, you kind of had talent, can't you? <laughs> when you when you were a young lad coming through in you know in, in the mid to late eighties, I think it would be fair to say, and I don't think any of these lads would ever argue, that there was quite a boozing culture at United back then with <laughs> Robbo and Paul McGrath. Did you manage to avoid it? Well, yeah. Well, I was, I was a bit young to drink then. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, well, that's what I, that, as I was saying before, when the, when the when Ferguson came in, I think that was the culture really that yeah. he wanted to end. <clears throat> Mm. Um, and like you say, you know, big, big Norm went, big Paul left. Um, you know, also, you know, Robbo stayed. Mm. And I think that's that's exactly how he changed it. And he thought nobody's bigger than the club, and I will get rid of you if you don't toe the line. And, and that's and that's what he did. It was the he, worst he, day of Snods' life. It that was big Norm left and went he, to Everton. <laughs> You, you, you've just mentioned Big Norm leaving, and uh, unfortunately, I got the experience of going out with him regular when he came to Everton because we were injured at the same time. And rather than go training, Norman suggested we go to the booze and have a few drinks. So uh, I, he still likes his wine. And oh, his red wine is phenomenal. His missus is worse than his missus is worse than him as well. By the way. Players Association at United. I suppose you have one, you know, at other yeah. clubs as well. We so we get to meet quite often. Yeah, Norman's uh, always there, and his and his wife and all yeah. that. You know, he's uh, he's always uh, got shiny eyes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now fun. we talk about the drinking culture. Then, then another one arrived, and and you were you know a, a talented young striker. And then this young lad arrives from Torquay, flashy mm-hmm. little winger who <laughs> spent probably 80% of his life around the clubs and bars of Manchester in Mr Lee Sharp. What was he like? Yeah, I was with him. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, I mean, I was a little bit older then, but me and Sharp, you're very, very good mates. Yeah. yeah still speak now, you know. Um, Fantastic guy, fantastic player. I mean, when I left in 91, mm. Sharpie was there obviously a, a, a lot after I was. So, um, and he was become he'd become quite established then in the first team. So I don't really know what happened sort of after the years I left. Mm. But you know, he was oh, amazing, amazing talent. Um, and he, he just had everything though. Don't you? you know, he had the gift of the garb, he had the looks, he had everything. <laughs> so I was like his shadow <laughs> at the back of him. Yeah, but you were always looking for them knockdowns, I'm weren't you? <laughs> <laughs> I was always getting the shrapnel. 
<laughs> Brilliant. Oh. So what about United now? A um, little bit of a resurgence under Van Gaal. Can you see him, obviously, top four and uh, the game tomorrow against our mighty Blues at Goodison Park? Yeah, it's not good for us there, though. I've looked at the mm. stats and I think we've only won one in the last five there, you know. And um, Yeah, the, the last four games for United, um, I've just looked at the performances and the, and the change is amazing. I don't know I don't know what you put it down to. Obviously, you know, he's, he's obviously stumbled on the right team or whatever, but just the, the pace that we've played at, I think. Mm. You know, we've, um, we've played a higher tempo, we've pressurised higher up the pitch. And it seems to suit us. Maybe we're not a team now that can dictate the pace of games. Maybe we have to play one way. Um, but yeah, the form is a lot better, and uh, it's a lot pleasing. But we've got obviously we've still got some important games to come. Dan, you've been, you've been doing some managing, haven't you? you? Did some work at Landon. No, what what else are you up to? Yeah, I, when I first when I came out of pro football, um, I, I mean I could have stayed in for another couple of years, but decided to move back to Wales, um, and I ended up working with the Welsh FA. So mm. um, I got fully qualified as a coach there, and then obviously started coaching at my local club where I'm living in Llandudno now. Um, and then um, obviously became the manager, and then obviously family family took in. I've got three young girls um, now, so uh, that keeps me very busy. And I really had to pull away from mm. that side of football, mm. uh, from the coaching side, just just through just through life commitments, yeah. really. Mm. Yeah. Um, obviously, still follow it, still follow my local team where I live now, and they've done they've had a they've done really really well. They've won the the league this year. They've been promoted to the Welsh Premier, um, so you know it's good for them. Um, and yeah, obviously still following United, and, and obviously just football in general. Mm. Were you United fan as a kid? Oh, what, what do I say? There's a lot of people listening. Go now. on, Go say, on. say <laughs> no and tell us who you supported when you were a kid. Uh, well, I tell you, I was I was born in, in England, as it happens, through Welsh parentage. But um, you've uh, got a bit of you've got a little bit of Midlands in you there, a little bit of Staffordshire. Oh, yeah. Must be my phone. <laughs> 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 I was born in uh, I was born in Cannock, so the sort of the oh. team that I supported was was. Um, was Walsall. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that was the team. I still follow them now, making sure that, you know, they're doing all right. Brilliant. Well, listen, mate, it's been really good to have you on. Thanks ever so much. You're very welcome. Cheers, man. I really good enjoyed that. Good luck with everything you do as well. Yeah. Cheers. Thanks Cheers. There you go. Your star from 1987. Another. Picked in your book. He, he does a good speaker. Mm, yes. Very good. It was yeah, really, really so, yeah. enjoyable. Yeah, 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 he was. Uh, and we've discovered why he didn't go on to be a star. The fault was uh, Norman Whiteside and Lee Sharp. Yes, so. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks to Daniel Two Gray. big distractions oh. there, by the way. <laughs> Fanatical about football, this is Saint and Snods on Radio City and City Talk.